Here's the big question. How do we as salespeople develop the right mindset, tactics, and skills to thrive in today's ever-changing, technologically advanced world? Welcome to the Sales Lab. This podcast is dedicated to the answer. Okay, hey, today we're talking about offers, making offers to your potential clients. There are two cardinal rules that I want you to etch in your brain when it comes to making offers. Number one, the more offers you make, the more money you will make. Let me say that again. The more offers you make, the more money you will make. And we'll touch on that later on in this uh, session as well. Number two, a compelling offer is 10 times more valuable than a convincing argument. Okay, let that one sink in as well. So you might be thinking, okay, Mark, what is this offer? What, what is this an offer to buy a house? Is it an offer to buy an insurance policy? Is it an offer to go on a date? Like, what is it? What are you talking about as far as an offer goes? Well, an offer, an offer is nothing more than a very simple marketing message that you put in front of somebody that completely fires them up into raising their hand and leaning in and saying, yeah, that's the offer I want. I'm offering you something, I'm bringing an offer to the table, I want to give you an offer, right? That's what we're talking about here. I wanna give an example of a really good offer, one that I really liked from the past. I don't think they do this one anymore, but this is one from the past that I think a lot of you will remember. Domino's Pizza, 30 minutes delivered to your home or your pizza is free. That's an offer, right? They're they're basically putting it out there in a very straightforward manner that says, you order a pizza from us, we're gonna get it to you in 30 minutes, or you don't have to pay for it. Pretty simple, right? And so many people said, yep, I'll take you up on that, right? And I remember even as a kid, when, when we would order pizza from Domino's, we would watch the clock. We would make sure they got it there within 30 minutes. And many, many times, almost every time they did, there may have been one or two times they didn't, but every single time we watched the clock because we wanted to take them up on that offer. Okay, so think about that for a second. Think about the offers you're making. Do you have anything that's that straightforward? Do you have anything that someone can absolutely jump up and say, I'm going to take you up on that? If not, at the end of this session, I want you to start to rework how you're making offers to your potential clients. Okay, now if I told you, you're like, yeah, I can get behind that. I can raise my hand. That's a good offer. That's what you want to, that's what you want to elicit from people. There's another offer. Let me break this one down for you. And I know you're going to know the company. I probably don't even need to tell you. 15 minutes or 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance, right? We all know who that one is. We can probably see their mascot in our mind right now, right? Now, they may have paid tens of thousands of dollars for an ad agency to come up with that for them, but that is an offer that people have been getting behind for quite some time because that marketing message is still being used. And I don't even know how many years now, but several, several years, Geico has been using that offer. And if you're thinking, okay, that's interesting. So if I pay $100 a month for my car insurance, I could spend 15 minutes on the phone and potentially shave off $15 or more. Sure, I'll take that call. Why not? Right? Because then 
$85 a month, maybe $80 a month. I'm starting to save money and I can start to allocate those funds somewhere else. I can start to save that money, whatever it is, right? Over time, it adds up. So that's an offer. That's a really powerful offer, okay? So today I wanna give you three components that every time you put out a marketing message, send an email, a Facebook post, design a flyer, shoot a video, whatever you're doing, three components that makes your offer extremely powerful, okay? Now, don't get cute with your messages, okay? A lot of you wanna come up with these cute play on words. No one cares about your play on words. It's not gonna be memorable enough. What's memorable is an offer that people can get behind. They just care about the offer. What do I get out of this? That's what they care about. So the first component is simple wins. Keep it simple. Simple wins, don't get cute, simple wins. Keep it simple, okay? I can't stress that enough. Those two that I just gave you, those two examples, extremely simple, especially the first one. 30 minutes or it's free. Doesn't get any simpler than that, okay? Now you probably need to spend more time thinking about the subject line of your emails that you're sending out than the content of your emails. See, when you start with the offer, you start with the hook, or you start with the intro, that's, you know, otherwise, you know, nobody cares. Nobody's gonna open that email, right? If you start with that, that offer or that hook in that subject, you get some, if something that's clickable, then they open up your email to read the content. But too many of you are writing content and saying, oh, well, what should I call this email? And you go back to do the subject. No, build your email content around the subject. That's where you really wanna be. The simplicity of an offer is, is what makes it more powerful. That's why 15 minutes could save you 15 or 15% or more on car insurance works so well, right? That's what we just talked about. That's why they're continuing to use that message. So I'm not talking about a tagline or branding, like Nike, just do it. That's branding. That's a tagline, there's no offer, nobody cares, right? People remember it. If I just said whose, whose tagline is just do it, you probably all know it, right? Because it's branding, it's been etched in your head, right? And it's been pounded in your head, I should say, because that's, you know, it's a, it's a message they continue to, to send out. But that's just branding, right? Let me tell you about one of my clients who's an insurance broker. He gave me his offer and he said, look, Mark, would you pay a dollar a day to protect your family for three years? That's his offer. Think about that. Would you protect your family for three years by just spending a dollar a day? A, it's very simple. B, it's straightforward to the point and very hard to say no to. Now you're starting to think, oh gosh, a dollar a day, that's $365 a year. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to afford that. Well, if that's your if that's your gauge, then let me tell you, uh, maybe the offer is not for you or maybe you need to go back and rethink how important your family is to you. But at the same time, that is a very simple, straightforward, specific offer and he's killing it in his business because of it, okay? Now, do I think that's a good offer? I think yes. I would spend a dollar a day to protect my family for three years. I actually did. I signed up with him, right? So the, the, his, his offer to me worked, right? So what I would say is you're not spending enough time thinking about the offer in plain English 
so that you can enter the conversation in your prospect's mind. You have to think about, you have to enter their conversation that they're having with themselves already. Like people don't wake up in the morning, um, you know, gosh, who should I refer, what real estate agent should I refer today? Nobody's doing that. So then when you're going out and asking people to send you referrals uh, or you call your, your, uh, your friends and family or your, your sphere of influence and say, uh, you know, do you know anybody with real estate needs? Look, nobody's waking up in the morning with real estate needs. I'm just being completely honest with you. But if you called your sphere of influence or asked anybody in your, your circle that said, hey, do you know anybody that would spend a dollar a day to protect their family for three years? You would probably get a shit ton, sorry for the language, you would probably get a whole lot of referrals is what I'm trying to get at. Okay, so plain English, keep it simple and enter the conversation in their mind because things are happening in the world today and people are starting to think, how can I protect my family more? How can, what can I do differently? And if you called with a message of, hey, all it takes is a dollar a day, you can protect your family, let me show you how, that's a compelling message, okay? So don't try to get cute. So stay simple. Stay as simple as possible, as short as possible, as quick as possible, right? You don't want people to have to listen to you drone on about what you're doing or what you're trying to, you know, offer them. You want it simple and to the point and something they can actually remember. Everybody remembers 30 minutes or it's free. Everybody remembers 15 minutes can save you 15%, right? Make it memorable, okay? And always think, is this offer so simple that it's going, uh, it's going to get the offer, other person to lean in and raise their hand? That's what we want to, uh, to happen. Remember, we talked about that in the beginning. So without a simple offer, you have nothing. And when you have nothing, we, when we have no offers to give, when we have no offers to make, when we have nothing to, to say to uh, our prospects, then we don't make any money. And that's when we went back to that very first cardinal rule is the more offers you make, the more money you make. So if you're not making offers, you're not making any money. I can guarantee it. Okay. One of my, one of my really good friends in the real estate space, he's out in the, the desert area of California. He's a great, you know, real estate coach, trainer, salesperson. He has one offer and he says it to the same people over and over and over again. And they start to expect it. I even expect his call every once in a while. And when his offer is, it's so simple and it's very to the point. And he says it over and over and over again. So people remember, here it is. If I told you about a property that would pay you to own it, what would you say? I'm calling people. So he's a real estate agent. He will list and sell properties in any fashion, but his, because he lives and in, in works in a uh, type of market where a lot of people invest, He's always out looking for the investor because there's a lot of people, the snowbirds that come from Canada to go out to the desert areas of California to escape their, their cold winters, right? So there's a lot of those people just kind of transiently coming through. So he never knows who he's going to meet. He just asks that same question to everybody. Does everybody say yes? No. But at the same time, the more offers you make, the more money you make. And I'm telling you, this guy makes a ton of money because he makes a lot of offers. Okay, it's that simple. So make sure your offer is simple. So the fastest way to get more people to buy from you, get more people to want to work with you, 
get more people to want to refer you is to do the safe thing. People want to do the safe thing. Think about it this way. Would you ever recommend a restaurant to someone that you've never been to? No, you wouldn't because that's not the safe thing to do. Would you ever recommend an insurance broker, a real estate agent, or you know, or a, you know, to, to a friend that you've never even worked with? No, you wouldn't because it's not the safe thing to do. What is the safe thing to do? The safe thing to do is what everybody believes is the safe thing to do. And here is what the safe thing to do is. The safe thing to do is always has to do with social proof. We were just talking about recommendations. The reason why sites like Yelp and TripAdvisor exist and why they do so well and why so many people use them is because they're looking for the social proof. They go out, people are going out searching for the social proof of, is this restaurant any good? Is this hotel uh, where I want to stay when I travel to Europe where I've never been, right? You, you, you just don't ask random people and, and hope that they uh, maybe come up with something. You go somewhere where, there's, where you know there's lots of reviews. So this is element number two, social proof. Your marketing message, your offer must have massive amounts of social proof. Okay, so here's what this means. Social proof gives people the safety that they're looking for. Call this the reviews or testimonials or whatever you want. Social proof gives people safety because if, if I see that 10 other people had a great experience working with you, you have 10 great reviews or testimonials from people you actually work with and I can't dispute that, right? I can't say, well, all these people are probably just fair weather fans or they're just his family members or whatever it is. No, these are, these are actual clients of yours. Same thing with Yelp and TripAdvisor. These are actual people that have been to the restaurant. They've taken photos of their food. These are actual people who've stayed at the hotel and they can talk about the experience they had from the time checking in to the time checking out. I want to know that. I can't dispute that because it's actual real life proof, right? So the fastest way, especially in print advertising, or you know, and, and include, you know, digital advertising with your website and all of that, and in your funnels and, and landing pages, everything that you're building, everything that you're putting out where your offer lies, if it has massive amounts of social proof, then you win, right? Your marketing message can be a couple paragraphs long or even a few bullet points, whatever it is. But if you have 12 pages of testimonials, you will actually absolutely win, right? And you know why? Because people want to do the safe thing. They want to make the safe choice. So that's number two, social proof. Lastly, number three is the concept of risk reversal. Risk reversal just means that whatever risk you have in mind, I'm going to reverse it for you. I'm going to take it out of the equation. I'm going to assume the risk that you feel you have. Okay, so think about your offer with the risk reversal concept in mind. Okay, and one of the best examples of risk reversal is going back to Domino's. We'll deliver your pizza within 30 minutes of you ordering it or it's free. We're going to take the risk out of it for you. The risk of, uh, you know, we're not going to have our food in time for the big game. or We're not going to have food in time before kids have to go to bed. Whatever it is, we're going to take that risk out of it right? You've had a bad experience with other pizza places. It takes them an hour, hour and 15 minutes to get your food there. No, we're going to do it in 30. We're going to guarantee it by taking the risk out of it, by giving you your money back if we don't deliver. Okay. That is a risk reversal. So 
That's why now you see so many products online saying 30-day money-back guarantee or risk-free money-back guarantee, whatever. You know, like Zappos, you know, buy a pair of shoes and re if you don't like it, just send them back for free. We'll actually pay the shipping, right? That's why they're so successful because people were like, okay, no risk. If I don't like it, I send it back. Great. I actually also, I really wish I remembered the name of this company, but I recently heard about another shoe company that when you order shoes, let's just say like my size is generally 10 and a half to 11, right? Now, if I ordered a 10 and a half, they're going to actually send me a 10 and an 11 because they know that people don't always, like I just said, my, my size sometimes is a 10 and a half, sometimes it's 11, depends on the shoe, right? So they know, they've had the experience, they, they've been down this road already, and they're just a, you know, a kind of a virtual store, an online store. They're not, they have no brick and mortar locations. They're just sending out three pairs of shoes, even though you just ordered one. And they say, whichever one, whatever two pairs you don't want, which the other two that don't fit, send them back on us. We're going to pay the shipping totally free. They also know this too. When people buy shoes or maybe other items of clothing and it doesn't fit and you buy it online, it doesn't fit and you wind up sending it back, very rarely, I guess, people are going back to that site to reorder the next size up or down, whatever it was, right? So they're taking that risk out of it for you. They're just saying, we know this is what happens. So here's three pairs of shoes. Just like, the, like if you were to go in the Nordstrom's and ask for a pair of shoes, they're gonna bring you other shoes. You're not just gonna bring you one box. They bring you other shoes, other sizes and other styles that are similar, right? So this company is doing that for you and shipping you multiple pairs of shoes at once, right? They're just taking that risk out of it for you. So I'm trying to hammer that home a little bit so you can, when you're working your offers and you're you're keeping it simple and you're sending in, the, you're, you're inputting that uh, social proof and then you're taking the risk out of it for people, I want to make sure that your offers have these three components because once you adjust your message to this, things will drastically change for you. I guarantee it. So let's recap again. Keeping it simple, 30 minutes are free. Okay, no simpler than that. Keep it simple, massive, massive amounts of social proof and the concept of risk reversal. Take the risk out of it, assume it yourself, let them be comfortable with making the decision. And remember, the more offers you make, the more money you will make, I guarantee it. So I hope this message resonates with you. Please share this episode with someone you feel needs to hear it. And I love and appreciate you. I want you to come back for the next episode. So I will see you then. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. My friends, we are living in the sharing economy. So if you would, Please share this podcast, share this episode with someone you feel might be impacted positively by this message. And don't forget, the sharing also includes your five-star review on iTunes. So I look forward to hearing from you and I love you for it. Talk to you soon.